Welcome to Zichud Afsi, my name is Ram Goldar, and today is Zechus Kedushin, Daf Nun Test, the third Perika Omer. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shlema. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara relates that Rav Gidl was once negotiating to purchase land, but Rabbi Abba bought it first. Rav Gidl's complaint about this was told to Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha. When Rabbi Abba came on Yantav, Rabbi Yitzhak asked him, Ani If a poor person is engaged in trying to acquire a cake, and another person came and took it first, what's the halacha? Rabbi Abba responded, Nikra Rashi. He can be called a Russia for seizing his fellow's opportunity. Rabbi Yitzhak then confronted him for doing the same, and Rabbi Abba said he had not been aware that Rav Gidl was attempting to purchase the land. When Rabbi Yitzhak told him to give it to Rav Gidl, Rabbi Abba said he would not sell it to him because it's not a good sign to sell one's first acquisition, but he was willing to give it to Rav Gidl as a gift. Rav Gidl, however, did not wish to take the land for free because the Torah says, Masoni Matanos Yechia, and he who despises gifts shall live. Neither took possession of the land, and it became known as Aradurabun land of the rabbinical students, because it was available for anyone who needed it. Point number two, if one gave Kedushin to take effect after 30 days, and the woman retracted in the interim, Rabbi Yochanan says, Choseris, she may retract, because words of retraction can come and negate other mere words, and her agreement to Kedushin to take effect later is merely words. Reish Lakish said she cannot. Rabbi Yochanan challenged from a mission of teaching that one can retract from having appointed a shaliach, to separate his truma. Reish Lakish answered that a woman who accepted Kedushin is different to Kimasa Dhamma because it's similar to an act and her verbal retraction cannot negate her act. Although one can even void a Shaliyah who's delivering a get, that's not considered an act until she receives it. In another version, they argued about a woman voiding a Shaliyah appointed to accept Kedushin for it and Reish Lakish said she cannot retract. According to this version, Reish Lakish's position is refuted from the case of voiding a Shaliyah to deliver a get. The Allah follows Rabbi Yochanan even of the first version. And point number three, the Gemara records Malchalokas between Rav and Shmuel, which Rav Yosef clarified was referring to the final case of the Mishnah. One who marries Ma'akshav Shoshinyom from now and after 30 days, and someone else marries her in the interim, Mekudeshes ve'en Mekudeshes, she's married and yet not married to both, and requires a get from both to remarry. Rav said, Mekudeshes ve'en Mekudeshes Olam. she remains married and not married forever, meaning this state of uncertainty remains forever. Shmuel says that after the 30 days end, the second one's Kedushin is voided, and the first one's Kedushin is completed. The Gemara explains that Rav was unsure if the term is intended as a Tanah, a stipulation, that Kedushin will take effect from now, provided he does not retract for 30 days, or a Chazar, a retraction from his original statement to marry her from now, and marry her instead after 30 days. If someone else marries her in the interim, we remain uncertain which Kedushin took effect first. Shmuel holds it is definitely a stipulation, so after 30 days pass, without retraction, we know the first Kedushin took effect at the outset. The Gemara notes there is an identical about a get given to take effect from today and after my death. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara relates that Rav Gidl was once negotiating to purchase land, but Rabbi Abba bought it first. Rav Gidl's complaint about this was told to Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha. When Rabbi Abba came on Yantav, Rabbi Yitzhak asked him, Ani If a poor person is engaged in trying to acquire a cake, and another person came and took it first, what's the halacha? Rabbi Abba responded, Nikra Rashi. He can be called a Russia for seizing his fellow's opportunity. Rabbi Yitzhak then confronted him for doing the same, and Rabbi Abba said he had not been aware that Rav Gidl was attempting to purchase the land. When Rabbi Yitzhak told him to give it to Rav Gidl, Rabbi Abba said he would not sell it to him because it's not a good sign to sell one's first acquisition, but he was willing to give it to Rav Gidl as a gift. Rav Gidl, however, did not wish to take the land for free because the Torah says, Masoni Matanos Yechia, and he who despises gifts shall live. 
neither took possession of the land, and it became known as Ard the Rabban, land of the rabbinical students, because it was available for anyone who needed it. Point number two, if one gave Kedushan to take effect after 30 days, and the woman retracted in the interim, Rabbi Yochanan says, Choseris, she may retract, because words of retraction can come and negate other mere words, and her agreement to Kedushan to take effect later is merely words. Reish Lakish said she cannot. Rabbi Yochanan challenged from a mission teaching that one can retract from having appointed a shaliach to separate his truma. Reish Lakish answered that a woman who accepted Kedushan is different to Kimasa Dhamma because it's similar to an act and her verbal retraction cannot negate her act. Although one can even void a shaliach who's delivering a get, that's not considered an act until she receives it. In another version, they argued about a woman voiding a shaliach appointed to accept Kedushan for it, and Reish Lakish said she cannot retract. According to this version, Reish Lakish's position is refuted from the case of voiding a shaliach to deliver a get. The Lachim falls Rabbi Yochanan even of the first version. And point number three, the Gemara records Ma'achlokas between Rav and Shmuel, which Rav Yosef clarified was referring to the final case of the Mishnah. One who marries Ma'akshav Lachashoshinyom from now and after 30 days, and someone else marries her in the interim, Mekudeshes ve'enim Mekudeshes. She's married and yet not married to both, and requires a get from both to remarry. Rav said, Mekudeshes ve'enim Mekudeshes Olam. She remains married and not married forever, meaning this state of uncertainty remains forever. Shmuel says that after the 30 days end, the second one's Kedushin is voided, and the first one's Kedushin is completed. The Gemara explains that Rav was unsure if the term is intended as a Tanah, a stipulation, that Kedushin will take effect from now, provided he does not retract for 30 days, or a Chazar, a retraction from his original statement to marry her from now, and marry her instead after 30 days. If someone else marries her in the interim, we remain uncertain which Kedushin took effect first. Shmuel holds it is definitely a stipulation, so after 30 days pass, without retraction, we know the first Kedushin took effect at the outset. The Gemara notes there is an identical about a get given to take effect from today and after my death. All right, so now we go to some of the tests, and this one was suggested to us by Binyam Mishal from Bokaratan and by Eitan Gavrin. They both suggested that Nuntes is a knight, a knight in shining armor. So here goes. The knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an ani was about to acquire and rode past a couple where the woman retracted the condition that was to take effect in 30 days, intended to give the cake to a woman up in a castle who was married and not married forever because she married someone else after she became a Kudesh to a man who said, from now and after 30 days. Once again, it's a motion. The knight, knight, that must be more enough. Nuntes. The knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an ani was about to acquire, which reminds us the Gemara writes that Rav Gittel was once negotiating to purchase land, but Rabbi Abba bought it first. Rav Gittel's complaint about this was told to Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha. When Rabbi Abba came on Yantav, Rabbi Yitzhak asked him, Ani mahapech becharara. If a poor person is engaged in trying to acquire a cake, and another person came and took it first, what's the halacha? Rabbi Abba responded, Nikra Rashi. He can be called a Rashi for seizing his fellow's opportunity. Rabbi Yitzhak then confronted him for doing the same. The Gemara relates how the situation was resolved between Rav Gittel and Rabbi Abba. So the knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an ani was about to acquire and rode past a couple where the woman retracted the Kedushan that was to take effect in 30 days, which reminds us, if one gave Kedushan to take effect after 30 days and the woman retracted in the earned term, Rabbi Yochanan says, Choser, she may retract, because words of retraction can come and negate other mere words, and her agreement to Kedushan to take effect later is merely words. Reish Lakish said she could not retract. So the knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an ani was about to acquire and rode past a couple where the woman retracted the condition that was to take effect 
in 30 days, intended to give the cake to a woman up in a castle who was married and not married forever, because she married someone else after she became Ukadesh's to a man who said, from now and after 30 days. Which reminds us, the Gemara records in Malchok's being Rab and Shmuel, which Rabbi Yosef clarified was referring to the final case of the Mishnah. One who marries Me'akshu, Barakr Shoshim from now and after 30 days, and someone else marries her in the interim. Mekudeshes ve'en Mekudeshes, she's married and not yet married to both, and requires a get from both to remarry. Rav said, Mekudeshes ve'en Mekudeshes lo'olam, she remains married and not married forever, meaning this state of uncertainty remains forever. Shmuel says that after 30 days ends, Pake Kedusha Shenev Gamri Kedusha Rishon, the second one's Kedushan is voided, and the first one's Kedushan is completed. The Malchukah stems from the question whether the meaning of Miyakshav, Lakr Shoshim Yom, is a Tanai, is it a stipulation, or a Chazara, a retraction. So once again, the knight in the diamond-studded armor who snatched a cake that an Ani was about to acquire, and rode past a couple where the woman retracted the Kedushan that was to take effect, in 30 days, intended to give the cake to a woman up in a castle who was married and not married forever, because she married someone else after she became Mugadesh to a man who said, from now and after 30 days. All right, so now it's time for four blah blah Chazara. Dafnun Hay. So the symbol Dafnun Hay is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. The animal fit for a carbon by the diamond studded speed limit sign, speed limit sign, that must move on Dafnun Hay, speed limit sign of 55. The animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yushalayim and Migdal Eder, which reminds us it was stated in the Mishnah that if an animal that was fit for a carbon which was found between Yushalayim and Migdal Eder, which is near Beis Lechem, or within that range in any direction, we suspect it came from Yushalayim, where most animals are carbonous. Because it's unknown what carbon it may be, the Mishnah says, Zacharim Olos, males are treated as Olos, Nekevos Zivchei Shlami, but females, which are unfit for Olos, are treated as Shlami. So the animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yerushalayim and Migdal Eder was found by a group having a picnic who unknowingly were passing around a goblet of hektish and committing me'ilah after me'ilah, which reminds the more teaches that one cannot commit me'ilah after me'ilah because the item becomes chulun from the first me'ilah except for behemoths designated as korbanas and kleishars. These items whose kedusha is kedusha's aguf remain hektish even after me'ilah. For example, if several people successfully drink from a goblet designated for avoda, all of them are liable for me'ilah since it does not become chulun. So the animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yerushalayim and Migdal Eder was found by a group having a picnic who unknowingly were passing around a goblet of and committing Me'ila after Me'ila, who determined that since it was a female goat within its first year, it's three like which cannot be offered and is brought into a chamber to die on its own, which reminds us, Abai explains that Hanani ben Chachinai taught that a she-goat found within its first year is treated like a which cannot be offered. It's brought into a chamber and dies on its own. Daf Nun Vav. So the similar Daf Nun Vav is a shusher in shul going nunu. So here goes. The shusher, shusher, that must be more Duff. Nun vav, nu nu. The shushu waved his big sale is void sign when the person used my sushani money to purchase an animal for Hulun to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, which reminds us, in a bracelet was taught that one cannot buy an animal with my sushani funds outside Yushalayim. If he did so unintentionally, the money must be returned to its place, meaning to the buyer, because the purchase was an error. If he did so intentionally, the animal must be brought up and eaten in Yushalayim. Rebuta says this is only if the animal was purchased to be a shlamim, meaning to be eaten in Yushalayim. But if he bought it to be used as Hulun, and to eat outside Yushalayim, then the money must be returned and the sale is void as a derabbanan penalty to the seller. So the shushu waved his big sale is void sign when the person used Maishashani money to purchase an animal for Hulun to be eaten 
outside of Yushalayim, pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, no, no, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, which reminds us, the more discusses why the seller is penalized by avoiding the sale. It answers the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, meaning just as a mouse could not have stolen food if it lacked a hole in which to hide it, the buyer would not have misspent the funds if he didn't find a seller to accept them. The Gemara persists, but if not for the mouse, what wrongdoing could the hole commit? The buyer is still the primary guilty party. The Gemara concludes that it's logical that wherever the prohibited item is, that's where we penalize. Since the seller is in possession of the misappropriated funds, we compel him to return them. So the Shushu waved his big sale as void sign when the person used my Sushani money to purchase an animal for Huan to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, no, no, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, and was so excited when he saw a man trying to be Makaj a woman with a Shoran Niskal so he could tell him. His Kedushin wasn't valid. Which reminds us, the next mission teaches that Kedushin made with any of a list of items which are Asubahana, the Kedushin is invalid. The Gemara will provide sources of all the items listed, among them the Shoran Niskal, an ox condemned to stoning. Daphnan Zain. So the similar Daphnan Zain is a puppet with a long nose. So here goes. The boy playing with his diamond said a puppet with the word S written multiple times along his long nose. Nose? That must be more on Daph. Nunzain, puppet with a long nose. The boy playing with his diamond set of puppet with the word S written multiple times along his long nose, which reminds us, the word brings the incident with Shimon Hamamsoni, who was Dorish all the estimate in the Torah and explained what they were coming to teach. But when he reached the Pasik as Hashem al-Kechatira, you should revere as Hashem your God, he withdrew. Rashi explains he was afraid to equate the reverence required for a Kosh Baruch with a reverence for anything else. His Talmudim asked him, Rebbe, call Essin Shadarash the Matehelem. Rebbe, what would become of all the instances of S which you Darshan until now, he responded, just as I received reward for the drushes I made, so I received reward for the withdrawal from the drushes. So the boy playing with his diamond set of puppet with the word S written multiple times along his long nose ran after two birds of a matzor that flew away at the time of their taking and were Asr Bahana, which reminds the Gemara brings the Malkokas about when Sipuri Matsur become Asr Bahana. Is it from the time of Shkita or from the time of Lakicha? So the boy playing with his diamond set of puppet with the word S read multiple times along his long nose ran after two birds of a matsura that flew away at the time of their taking and were Usr Bahana that had snatched the meat cooking and milk that was also Usr Bahana which reminds us it was taught that the Pasuk of Rosev Hashel Gidiba Chalavimo you shall not cook a kid in its mother's milk is written three times to teach that it's Usr to cook meat and milk together it's Usr to eat meat and milk that were cooked together, and that meat and milk cooked together are Asr Bahana. Rabbi Shem ben holds that meat and milk cooked together is not Asr Bahana, just like Treif is not Asr Bahana. Daf Nun Ches. So the same Daf Nun Ches is Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper. So here goes. Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper. Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper. And that must be more in Daf Nun Ches. Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his idol and Shemitah produce for Kedushim, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Nunvav Amabes taught that although Kedushim made with items prohibited in benefit is invalid, if the man sold them and married with their payment, the woman is married because their payments do not attain their forbidden status. Only Avodazor and Shemitah produce confer the prohibited status onto their payments. And since they are Shnei Ksuvi Mabayin Ka'echad, two psukim that come as one to teach the same principle, we do not derive laws from such sources. So, Noch Goldberg the zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his avodazor and shemitah produce for a kedushin, and suggested instead he marries the woman with truma, even though 
he was a Yisrael, which reminds us the next mission states that if one marries with Truma, Meiser, or Matanos, gifts, which are parts of a Chuan animal given to a Kohen, she is married even if he's a Yisrael. Ula says, Tovus mamun. The pleasure of benefit is not an equity, meaning one's ability to choose whom to give Truma and to receive payment to do so is not considered monetary ownership of the Truma insofar as using it for Kedushin. He's challenged from our mission and provides an answer. So, Noach Goldberg, the zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his idol and Shemitah produce for Kedushin and suggested instead he marries the woman with Truma, even though he was a Yisrael, was shocked when he discovered that this man was actually the Shaliach, who was originally sent to be Makadashir on behalf of another man. Which reminds us, the third paragraph begins that if one told the shaliach to marry a certain woman for him, and the shaliach went and married her to himself, she's married to the second person. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you have a case of marrying with Truma? And the question if Tobas Hana Mamon, that's on Dav? Good number two, which stuff do you have the analogy of Ani Mahapech Becharara? That's on Dav? None task. And number four, which stuff do you want to know what is done when one buys an animal outside of Yishalayim with Meiser Shani money? That's on Duff. None vav. Good number three, which stuff do you want to know when the rub holds that a woman who accepts the condition to a second man after accepting condition to a man who said, Me'akshav lachur shoshim yom is mukadeshes ve'en mukadeshes lolam? That's on Duff. None task. Good number five. Which stuff do you have when Tzipori Matzor become Asr Bahana? Is it from the time of Shechita or Lakicho? That's on Duff. None zayin. Good number six. Which stuff do you have when their only Avodah and Shemitah produce confer their prohibited status onto their payments? That's on Duff. None has. Good number seven. Which stuff do you have when a woman would not want to accept my Shani money as Kedushan money because of the Tircha to take it up to Yushalayim? That's on Duff. Nun Gimel. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have if a woman can retract a Kedushan that was made to take effect in 30 days? That's on Duff. Nun Task. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have that there is Me'ila after Me'ila with Kleisharis? That's on Duff. Nun Hey. Good number ten. Which stuff do we have that Shani can be redeemed at its original value when Mashiach was done? That's on Duff. Nun Dalad. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldhar from Zichu Bashir. Great day and great learning.